I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Bite, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey y'all, welcome to the Girlfriend's Guide to Sports podcast. My name is Claire Coles, and this is your weekly update. It's Monday, May 23rd. Let's start with what you missed over the last week, and then we'll move on to what to watch this upcoming week in the world of sports. Oh my God, there's so much going on. I'm not going to waste any time giving you a preview. (laughs) So let's hop right in. For baseball, big news story that is continuing to develop. The White Sox have accused Yankees Josh Donaldson of racist comments about shortstop Tim Anderson. They claim that Donaldson called Tim Jackie in reference to Jackie Robinson. Shocker, as Tim is black. The MLB is now investigating. The Cardinals demolished the Pirates this past week, 18 to Four, Pujols was responsible for two home runs in that game, bringing his career total to 683. This also completes the sweep for the St. Louis team. The game didn't start great for the Cardinals, though, after pitcher Steven Matz got pulled after four pitches. Not innings, people. Pitches. Diamondback third baseman Josh Rojas has been ruled out for the game from Sunday due to a left-hand contusion just two days after he hit three home runs, his first of the season. Those three runs were led to the 10-6 win over the Cubs. Moving on to a little bit of college baseball because we do have conference championship tournaments this week. Remember the regular season ended, so there is a regular season conference champion and then this will crown the conference tournament champion normally the conference tournament champion is considered the actual champion and conference tournaments are double elimination so if you lose one game don't think all hope is lost but you do have to play a loser bracket basically game Moving along to NBA basketball, it is conference finals. They are in full swing, and Golden State has taken an early lead 
over the Mavericks so far. They are winning 3-0. to zero. Mm-hmm. Game one was a complete blowout with the Mavericks losing 87-112. to 112. And the Mavs looked to be bouncing back in the first half of game two, leading 72-58. to 58. But the, Rory, the Warriors came roaring back, try saying that three times fast, to win by nine. The Heat made a statement in Game 1, beating the Celtics 118-107. to But it was the third quarter that showed that big score differential with the Heat going up 39-14. to The Heat and the Celtics were tied 1-1 until Saturday night's game. After two games where the winning team won by double digits, Saturday's was much closer, 109-103, to giving Miami the lead in that series 2-1. The NBA has fined the Mavericks $100,000 for a third bench violation in the postseason alone. The fines doubled with each occasion, and they have received up to $175,000 worth of fines. Two of the fines were against the Dallas team during the Suns series, and one is from the Warriors. Well, so far. Moving along to football because I have to cover this because it was just too good and was all over your news feed and Twitter feed on Thursday. It was a cat fight, except for more aptly named an SEC head coach fight. Alabama head coach Nick Saban and Texas A&M coach Jimbo Fisher had a feud that was just awesome and it just made oh it was hilarious the gist is basically that nil is ambiguous that is name image and likeness basically paying athletes for that is just very ambiguous and no one has enforced the rules i.e you cannot use nil deals to recruit athletes to come to your university that is stated but not enforced Saban accused Texas A&M of buying every player in their first ranked recruiting class Fisher then retaliated, saying Saban has been paying players for years and literally said, quote, look into how God did his deal, end quote, and said the word despicable 15 times in the press conference when talking about Nick Saban. Followed shortly, the Texas A&M athletic director also weighed in and related Saban to an emperor losing his dynasty. Saban did eventually apologize for pointing the finger at one school and believe it or not, it was actually on the PGA Championship broadcast of all things. So, but this feud just made a run-of-the-mill Thursday just priceless and extremely entertaining. Moving along to golf, it was the second major of the year, the PGA Championship. And man, last night it was a doozy. Chilean golfer Mito Pereira led the PGA Championship at Southern Hills by three going into the final round on Sunday after just crazy weather. We had heat, wind, delays, cold, everything. Mito was playing for his first PGA Tour title in general, let alone his first major. He's only played in one before in the U.S. Open where he missed the cut. And unfortunately, nerves showed. On the 18th, Mito hit the ball into the water and took himself out of contention with a double bogey. He was only leading by one going into that hole. That left Justin Thomas, who came into the final round seven back from the leader, and Will Zalatoris to play in a playoff. Now, we had not had a playoff in a major in 19 tournaments, so this is highly unusual. Now, I thought Will Zalatoris was a shoe in because Will was leading after round two, 36 holes in, and the trend was that the leader after 36 holes had never lost a major at Southern Hills. This was seven times straight. 
that if you played a major at Southern Hills and you were leading at 36 holes, you won the tournament. That was until yesterday. Will and JT played an aggregate three-hole playoff, so they played one par three, one par four, and one par five, and JT won by two. This is Thomas's second major, and both were PGA Tour championships. This win notches 15 PGA Tour titles, but is first since the 2021 players. Four of those wins have been in a playoff, so maybe someone you don't want to face in a playoff is Justin Thomas. The seven-shot comeback is the third largest in major history. I also hope you didn't have tickets on Sunday to the PGA Championship, as I know a lot of my friends did because this was actually in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So I knew many people who went, and I hope you didn't have tickets only for Sunday because I'm sure you were severely disappointed as Tiger Woods did make it to the weekend, but he withdrew after Saturday's round. He shot a 79 and for the first time in his pro career carded five straight bogeys. You could definitely tell that his leg was bothering him when you were watching just even on the first day. I am going to cover hockey Stanley Cup playoffs as well, which woo, I never do. So you're welcome, people. So obviously we're continuing that. The Avalanche, who were the only team to sweep their last opponent, is having a lot more trouble with the Blues. They do lead the series 2-1 to one after Saturday's game where they won 5-2. to two. The Lightning are handling the Panthers quite well after going 3-0 and oh in their series. Last night's game was a complete blowout with Tampa Bay winning five to one they could win their they could move on to the next level in the next game the hurricanes are also nicely dealing with the rangers leading their series two to one although last night the new york team rallied nicely winning three to one with a goal in each period the flames were the last team to punch their ticket into the second round and are currently losing their series to the oilers the edmonton team is winning two to one and won handily last night four to one now, the Avalanche is also working with St. Louis police on threats made against center Nazim Kadri after he ran into Blues goaltender Jordan Bennington in Game 3. Bennington is now out for the remainder of the series due to a lower body injury. No penalty was called, even after further review, but Blues head coach mentioned Kadri's reputation. So that obviously, especially for someone who doesn't know hockey, this is not his first time. Bennington then threw a water bottle at Kadri during his post-game press conference, and it got heated. But racist threats and comments are never to be resorted to fans, so let's go ahead and stop that. I will cover some horse racing as the second leg of the Triple Crown was run this weekend in the Preakness. Now, the Preakness was run without Kentucky Derby winner Rich Strike, and Again, like the Kentucky Derby, Epicenter came in second. The winning horse was Early Voting, who took the lead after the final turn. The horse had plenty left in the tank after just keeping up and in range of the leader, and he held off Epicenter that was coming up and charging up the rail. Early Voting was one of the favorites at 5-1 to one odds. Early voting will also continue the trend of not running the next Triple Crown race. He will not run at the Belmont, which is the final of the three, but Rich Strike will be back on the track. Not a ton of Olympic sports to cover. Katie Ledecky's 400-meter world record is now broken. Ariana Titmus is the new world record holder, beating Katie Ledecky's time by .06. She did beat this at Australian Nationals. Australia is also going to replace Russia in hosting swimming's short course world championships, which were set in 
December to compete, obviously, in Russia. Hashtag girlfriend hint here. Short course swimming just means it is competed on a 25-meter long pool rather than a 50-meter, which is considered Olympic standard. Doing a little bit of soccer as well. The Premier League title has been claimed by Manchester City for the fourth time in just five years. However, it did come down to the final day, and it was a scare for City fans. City was one point ahead of Liverpool with a six-goal differential, but the team went down 0-2 to two in their game versus Ashton Villa. That was early in the game, but they were down two goals. They did actually come back to win 3-2. to two. Also, just a little bit of hashtag girl power. FIFA has announced that there will be six female refs during the World Cup this next time. Also, tennis, the French Open has begun. However, rounds are so far only on the tennis channel, so I won't even cover that in what to watch this upcoming week. But just know that they are on and the French Open is running. Naomi Osaka is already out as of me reporting this and recording this podcast. So that is crazy. She also has come out to say she is unsure if she will compete at Wimbledon. Now, Wimbledon will not award world ranking points due to its standards on Russian and Belarusian athletes not being allowed to play. So if you want to check out the bracket, go ahead and get on the blog, The Girlfriend's Guide to Sports, and check it out there. So moving on to what to watch this upcoming week, because we got a lot. I'm not even going to go over the MLB games because we just have too much to cover. Moving on to NCAA baseball. The SEC tournament is heavily on SEC channels and ESPN. That begins Tuesday. Those first round games are Georgia at Alabama at 9.30 a.m., actually on ESPNU, South Carolina versus Florida at 1, Old Miss at Vandy at 4.30, and Kentucky at Auburn at 8. Then we have the Big 12 tournament that goes on Wednesday at 9 a.m. is the start Texas versus Oklahoma State on ESPNU. And then we have another game at four with teams TBD. Now, a lot of the SEC teams are also TBD versus a team that got a bye, so the first ranked teams in the conference, which are Arkansas, Texas A&M, Tennessee, and LSU. We then continue on into the weekend. It's a lot of TBDs, so I'm not going to go ahead and read it off. We will have on Saturday, the Big South Tournament Final will be at 11 a.m. on ESPNU. And then on Sunday, we go to ACC Tournament Final will be at 11 a.m. on ESPN2. The American Athletic Tournament Final at 11 a.m. on ESPN News. The SEC Tournament Final at 2 p.m. on SEC Network. The Big 12 Tournament Final at 5 p.m. on ESPNU. And the Pac-12 Tournament Final at 9 p.m. on ESPN2. Moving on to the NBA, Monday we see Game 4s begin, the Heat at the Celtics at 7.30 on ABC, and then Tuesday the Warriors at the Mavs at 8, that will be on TNT. Game 5, Wednesday the Celtics at the Heat at 7.30 on ESPN. Now Game 5 on Thursday, the Mavericks at the Warriors at 8 on TNT is if necessary. If the Warriors win on Tuesday, the Mavs are done. Then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, because we do have a holiday weekend, so I went ahead and covered Monday 
sports as well. Those are all if necessary. So game sixes would be the Heat at the Celtics at 7.30 p.m. on ESPN on Friday night. Saturday would see the Mavericks, the Warriors at the Mavericks at 8 on TNT. Sunday, game seven, the Celtics at the Heat at 7.30 on ESPN. And Monday would be the Mavericks at the Warriors at 7 p.m. on TNT. For golf, we actually have women's individual NCAA. That final will be at 4 p.m. on Golf Channel. On Tuesday, you can see the team quarterfinals and semifinals also on Golf Channel. And the women's team final will be Wednesday at 4 on Golf Channel. We then run into the PGA Tournament being at the Charles Schwab Challenge. For those of you who don't know, that is here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area over in Fort Worth at Colonial Golf Course. That will begin round one on Thursday at 3 p.m. on Golf Channel. Same for round two. Then on Saturday, round three will be at noon on Golf Channel and then followed by 1 p.m. on CBS. Hockey, we have Stanley Cup playoffs. Game fours will be Monday and Tuesday. The Panthers at the Lightning at 6 on TNT. The Avalanche at the Blues at 8.30 p.m. on TNT. The Hurricanes at the Rangers at 6 on ESPN on Tuesday. And the Flames at the Oilers at 8.30 on ESPN. Now, Wednesday, game five, the Lightning at the Panthers is all at TBD, but that is if necessary. And the rest of the games all week will be at TBD. So I'm not going to bother to read those out, but game fives will be Wednesday and Thursday, game sixes Friday and Saturday, and game sevens Sunday and Monday. Then we move on to softball. Softball, we had regionals this past week. It was awesome. And this week, we're moving on to super regionals. There was some craziness over the weekend. Florida State, which is the second-ranked team in the country, did not make it out of their region. Now, you, if you are a top-ranked team, you usually host a region. So that means they lost at home, which is huge. Also, Alabama, number six in the country, did not make it. Texas then upset Washington to make it to the Super Regional, and Oklahoma State advanced. So this is just insane. Number one team, Oklahoma, is still on a roll. They actually run-ruled two of the teams that they played, so they are continuing to be dangerous. Now, games start on Thursday with Clemson at Oklahoma State at 8.30 on ESPN2. Then we really get rolling. On Friday, Arizona, I'm going to rattle these off because they're just so good. And we're now down to the wire. So these are the only teams that will make the College World Series will only be eight teams that go. So it'll be a tight race. Friday, Arizona at Mississippi State at 11 a.m. on ESPNU. Then we got Florida at VTech at 1 on ESPN2. UCF at number 1, Oklahoma, 3.30 on ESPN2. Clemson at Oklahoma State for the second game at 5 p.m. on ESPN2. Texas at Arkansas at 6 p.m. on ESPN2. Northwestern at Arizona State at 7 p.m. on ESPNU. Oregon State at Stanford at 9.30 p.m. on ESPNU. And Duke at UCLA at 10 p.m. on ESPN2. Now remember, this is all double elimination, so the same teams play again on Saturday. Let's rattle those off. Florida at VTech at 11 a.m. on ESPN. UCF at Oklahoma at 1 p.m. on ESPN. Arizona at Mississippi State at 3 on ESPN. U. Texas at Arkansas at 3 p.m. on ESPN. 
Oregon State at Stanford at 5 p.m. on ESPNU, Duke at UCLA at 7.30 on ESPN2, and Northwestern at Arizona State at 10 p.m. on ESPN2. Now, Sunday is only game threes if needed. So that means if two different teams won Friday versus Saturday, then we move on to a game three, and that will be played on Sunday. Now, that being said, OSU versus Clemson, if those two win one each, then that third game will actually be on Saturday. But everybody else will have their game threes, if necessary, will be on Sunday. Don't say I didn't warn you that there were a ton of sports to go over. I know I went over some unusual ones that I don't usually cover, like hockey, horse racing, and softball, and soccer, Premier League, what? But you're welcome. It's just been a great time to be a sports fan. So hope you all check out the blog, The Girlfriend's Guide to Sports, if you need more information or more times. And catch you all next week.